So what is Tangible Kingdom? We're about to do a very important meeting. And, um, and I shared a couple of weeks ago that our church is in a transition. Uh, a generation in the Bible is 40 years, and our church started 39 years ago. So in 2019, we're literally living in the transition from one generation to the next. And I just want to say that whatever generation you're a part of, that you have a very important role here at Hope and here at our church. And I love in Acts 2, we're talking about the Acts 2 church. You know, right before Acts 2 church, Peter gives an Acts 2 sermon, and he says, your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. And so whatever generation you're a part of, you have a very important role here at Hope and here at this church, and and a big part of, of God's kingdom and what he's doing on this earth. So I just want to encourage you all with that. Um, and what we've been doing as a team of leaders over the last year has really been praying. God, what are you doing here at Hope? What's your heart for our church? And we really believe that God wants us to be a church that can reach the world. And you, you heard me say earlier that we're giving a lot more to, to God's mission all over the world, whether it's here, whether it's, whether it's around the world. But I want to share a little bit about Tangible Kingdom and what that is before we dismiss and before we do lunch. So... Tangible kingdom might be a new concept. It might be a new idea for you. What is kingdom? Well, actually, this word kingdom goes all the way back to Jesus. And Jesus came and he proclaimed the kingdom. We see this in Mark chapter 1. When we see the message of Jesus, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. What is the gospel? It's good news. Jesus came proclaiming the good news of God, saying the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. So Jesus came proclaiming a kingdom, and it was good news. The kingdom is here. The kingdom is at hand. It's coming, and we all get to be a part of it. So what is God's kingdom? God's kingdom is just God's agenda. It's what God is doing on this earth. And I don't know, I grew up thinking the kingdom was, that's when I die, you know. Kingdom's not just when we die. Kingdom's not just the church. Jesus said the kingdom is at hand. It's not just then and there, it's here and now. Like the kingdom is coming. There's a new reality touching down on planet Earth. And it's it's changing everything. And you and I get to be a part of that. That's how awesome this is. That's how exciting this is. God's God's kingdom is touching down on planet Earth. It's changing everything. And and we get to repent and we get to believe that good news and we get to come and be a part of God's work on this world. So God has a big story for us. He has a big story for you. He has a big story for each one of us. It's a kingdom story. And what I see in so many churches is, is I see so many Christians sitting in pews in churches and they're believing God for the afterlife, but then they go on living a normal life. See, God didn't just come to change our eternal life. God came to change our actual existence of who we are and the story that is our life today. And God, when Jesus came and he used this word kingdom, the reason Jesus used this word kingdom is because God has a big story for every one of us. He has a big story for our church. And I got to believe that you're not here today by accident. God wants to do something kingdom in your life. He wants to do something kingdom in this church. 
And he wants to do something kingdom in this community. And he is doing kingdom things. And we want to come and be a part of it. If I could just share my story for a minute. So when I think about my life and when I think about how my life has gone, um, I couldn't have predicted my life. I never would have predicted that I'd be a pastor at a church in Willow Grove. Never would have imagined that. I did not see that coming. Never would, have, never would have thought that our family would be a family by adoption. You know, that wasn't a part of the plan. God actually, all through my story, began messing up my life. I don't know if you've experienced that. I don't know if there's anyone here today that would slip up your hand and say, yeah, actually, God messed up my life too. And I couldn't have predicted how my story would have gone. But you know what? God's story was so much better than the story that I was trying to write myself. So if we go back to 2013, and, uh, you know, I, I had no idea about this Pennsylvania thing. And here I was, 2013, I'm a pastor in a church, and I was, like, living the dream in my Christian bubble. And it was awesome. I was comfortably Christian, very comfortably Christian, and happy to be a comfortable Christian. And I was doing youth ministry, and I began to really wrestle with this idea of what does it mean to be a Christian? You know, because you see so many people have so many different ideas. You know, this is what a Christian is, or what does it mean to be all in for Jesus? What does it mean to have my life transformed by God? So I began to search the scriptures and just said, God, show me, like, what is it? What does it mean to follow you? And I looked at, at Jesus, I looked through the Gospels, and I began to read just different books and try to get as big of a, per- of a perspective as I could get. And it was about that time that I came across this language of up, in, and out. So I didn't make this up. It's something that I found somewhere, and I've actually heard other people use similar language. But for me, this is the clearest picture of what it means for me today to give my life to Jesus Christ. It's to love God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's up. It's to love one another. That's the love that we have For each other here, our brothers and sisters that are part of the family of God. And I want to do that well. And then to love our neighbor. And to love those outside of our church. And to joyfully share the good news that we have in Jesus. I mean, that's what Jesus asked us to do, right? I mean, it's pretty simple. (laughs) Those are all the things Jesus asked us to do. So what does it mean to be all in for Jesus? I started to go, yeah, if I want my life transformed by God, then it's really going to result in a life that loves God more, loves, loves the family of Jesus more, and then begins to reach out outside of my comfort zone to love and share the message of Jesus. And honestly, I started to look at my life. This is back in 2013, and I began to evaluate my life. Okay, how am I doing? Am I being transformed by Jesus? And I said, up, okay, I'm a pastor in a church, like, spending time with God, I'm praying, and up was there. I looked at in, man, I was in. I had, it was awesome, I had amazing friends, an amazing church family, and we were spending sometimes four nights a week at the church. I had in in spades. And then I went to this little word, out. And at that time, 2013, We had lived in our house seven years. You know, love your neighbors. I didn't even know my neighbors, let alone love them. Uh, 
I didn't really have any friends outside of the church or outside of Christian ministry. I was in my happy Christian bubble. And God came in and he said, I want you to love me, to love your church family. And I want you to love your neighbors and to share the good news of Jesus with others. And he popped my comfortable Christian bubble. It was about the same time that I was asked by the leadership of our church to start a small group ministry. And I haven't really shared a lot about my church back in Colorado, but we were a church of about 400, and we didn't have any small groups, which is something that I thought was really cool about this church is we have a lot of people in small groups in Bible studies, and I think that's an awesome thing here. But we didn't have any, and so the leadership said, Brian, would you be willing to start some small groups here at our church? It was about that time that I was wrestling with, okay, what does it mean to be an all-in disciple of Jesus? And I said, you know what, if we're going to start groups here, if we're going to make disciples who make disciples, then, then we need groups that aren't just up and in. But we really need groups that are willing to be up, in, and out. And, and really to, to learn from Jesus how to do this. Because I was learning too. I was trying to figure this out. What does it mean to be up, in, and out? And so talked to our leadership and I said, I think this is what, I think this is what God has for us. I think it's, how do we have community here, biblical community that's not just going to be up and in, but really starts to learn how to live up in and out. And we got excited about that. And it was about that time that just doing some research, I came across this resource called the Tangible Kingdom Primer. And um, there's nothing like, this isn't the Bible, so this is just a workbook. But what I loved about Tangible Kingdom Primer is that this is a book for starting communities that are all about the gospel, it's all about community, and it's all about mission. It's up, in, and out. And so this book can actually train us how to follow Jesus Christ and to be all in disciples of Jesus. And that, that got me really excited. And I showed this to our leadership, and uh, they loved it. And we found out that the guy who wrote this, uh, his name's Hugh Halter, there's another guy, Matt uh, Smee, or Smee, I don't know how to pronounce it. But Hugh Halter um, is actually a kind of a thought leader in certain areas of, of Christianity. And it turns out he just lived down the road in Denver, Colorado. So we were like, wow, that's awesome. So what if we got Hugh to come and to talk to our church on Sunday morning and then to do some training for our church? And we did that, and it was awesome. And God really opened our hearts to say yes to his mission and to say yes to adventure and to step out of our comfort zones. And uh, so we were like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do Tangible Kingdom together. Let's start some groups. Let's live up in and out together. And um, the leadership really loved what Hugh was, was beginning to open our eyes to in Scripture. And, and I actually had the opportunity to, to go every month and get coaching from Hugh Halter in Denver. So that was, that was a big gift that I received was just hey, as we're starting these groups, we want you to go and to learn from Hugh how to do this really well. And so I got to do that. And we actually ended up starting 10 brand new groups, which was something we really celebrated. But I tell that story, number one, to let you know kind of how I came across this. Um, but number two, also just to say that God changed my life. And I saw that he changed the lives of a lot of people in our church. And, and our church began to, to change as we began to say yes to the adventure of following Jesus. And it's not, it's not about... A workbook, it's really not about me, it's not about anything other than just God's kingdom is, is here, it's at hand, and we get to be a part of it. God's doing something on this earth, and I want to be all in for what he's doing. 
So fast forward to today. I told you um, I lived in my house for seven years. I didn't know any of my neighbors. I didn't have any non-Christian friends. And God convicted me in that. And I began to follow Jesus out. When we moved here, and one of the first things we did is we began to pray. God, you moved us to 3610 West Mill Road for a reason. There are people here that aren't connected to you. So God, show us what you're doing. Show us, what, show us kingdom stuff that you're doing right here on our block. And God actually connected us with our neighbor, Glenn and Cindy. We began to have meals together, connect. You know, I would go and I would borrow things from him that I didn't have, which was great. So um, I need uh, something to trim my hedges. I'd just go ask for help, and God connected us in that way. And um, as we got to know Glenn and Cindy, Glenn found out I was a pastor. That kind of comes up, like, oh, what do you do? Oh, you're a pastor. Okay, that's an interesting conversation. And he says, um, you know, I'm the kind of person where you're not going to see me at church unless it's my own funeral. I'm like, okay, you know, this, this is going to take a while. <laughs> but it actually took faster than I ever imagined because we invited him to come out Christmas Eve just over a year ago, and, and he and his wife Cindy came out to Christmas Eve. And then this year for Christmas Eve, they came to us saying, hey, you still do that Christmas Eve thing? We want to go to that. And it's just awesome to see God working in that relationship. And he's in charge of that story, right? But we get to be a part of his kingdom. And I always say that missionaries have the best stories. Have you ever noticed that? And what I, what I realized is that when I go on mission for Jesus, I get to have the best stories because I'm living on mission for him. And that's the kind of life that I want to live. I want to live a bigger life. I want to live a kingdom life. And I want to invite you guys to do the same and to say yes to the adventure that Jesus has for us. Because I know, because I've spent time looking at pictures of family Bible I know that's how this church started. This church started with a bunch of people saying, I'm all in for Jesus, and I want to say yes to the adventure of following him. And we're just going to go wherever he leads us. And that's what we want to do today. We want to say yes to the adventure of following Jesus. And, and so what, um, so you're going to hear about Tangible Kingdom in 2019. And I just want to set the stage. What is Tangible Kingdom? And then we'll get you guys out of here. Thanks for staying a few extra minutes. Tangible Kingdom, number one, it's an eight-week course that's going to be done in community. And we're going to do that this fall. We're going, to, we're going to stop our normal rhythms and routines. And we're just going to go, okay, God, what's your kingdom about? What does it mean? What's the gospel? What is biblical community? What does it mean to live on mission? So we're going to go through this workbook together. And it's something that we're going to do in groups. And you'll, I know there's a million questions that you could ask about how we're going to pull that off. And we'll, we'll let you know more about that as we get closer. It's also a catalyst for life change. It's changed my life. I've seen it change a lot of people's lives. Um, but it's a training course for becoming kingdom-minded kingdom missional Christians. And it's a field guide for starting new kingdom-minded groups. So that's what it is. It's just we want to be all in for God's kingdom in 2019. Not really about a program. It's not about a person. It's not about me. It's just about we want to be... We want to say yes to the adventure of God's kingdom. And that, it's actually my prayer. We've sent out, we've, have you guys noticed how many people we commission? It's like monthly. We're sending somebody out. I have a dream that we would commission every one of you and we would send out 100 missionaries to where we live, work, and play. That's my dream. Because I believe that, that we can be a small church that has a big impact. So let me pray. And then we'll dismiss. I'll give you some instructions. God, thanks for this morning. Thanks for 
the message that Chick brought today about building our life and building our church on, on, your, on nothing else but Jesus Christ. And that's what we want to do. But God, we need help. We need training. We need, we need to be discipled and to become apprentices who are learning how to live in your kingdom. And as we begin that adventure today, I pray that today would be a defining moment for us and for our church family. Thanks for those who, who came this morning to church. God, maybe they're just looking for you. They're trying to know what, what you're about. God, thanks for bringing them here. Thanks for, thanks for the leaders. Thanks for the team of pastors that we have, for those who serve. God, we want to say yes to whatever you have for us. And show us, Lord, show us the way as we take a step, step by step. In Jesus' name, amen.